Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Hello and welcome to the Dave Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and I'm here to break down every episode of the hit FXX comedy series. If you're a fan of Lil Dicky and his unique brand of hilarious, irreverent comedy, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and let's submerge ourselves into the world of Dave in this season finale of Dave. Season 3, Episode 10, Looking for Love. This episode aired May 31st, 2023. Directed by uh, Kitao Sakuri. Sakurai, maybe. This is a crazy end to the season and possibly the series. Obviously, who knows? There might be more of Dave. Uh, usually it takes a little while before there's an announcement if they're, the show's picked up for more. Uh, the way this episode ends, season three, I could see it being the final episode, although I personally would love to see more, and I think they could definitely do more with this. Uh, but we do kind of see everybody within the, the crew uh, kind of starting to go their own ways. Uh, but who knows? Crazy end to the series. Uh, there was, as always, some insane cameos, specifically in this episode, was not expecting, right? <clears throat> a little Dickie super fan from Texas is back, as I thought she might be. Uh, and what I thought might happen kind of went in direction I wasn't completely expecting. Uh, we see where everybody, as I said, is headed on their new paths in life. Uh, as Dave literally fights for his life in a situation ripped from the mind of Tyler Durden. Uh, I can confidently and uh, the question of can confidence and self-belief be a dangerous thing or does context change everything? Uh, this episode is packed full of motivational and inspirational moments. Uh, that, for better or worse, set Dave on a path to Africa uh, to be with the one he loves. Uh, this is a crazy episode. It ends crazy. There are some misdirections. But I got to say the cameo in this is uh, there's one cameo in this that's far more surprising than another one. Uh, but we'll get into that. Let's get into this episode. Dave. And Rachel McAdams getting to know each other while laying in bed. Kind of the little romantic post-coital chit-chat of sorts, right? Talking about their first loves. Uh, but we find out pretty quick that this is all for the music video that's being produced for Mr. McAdams. The song that he wrote for right? You have a super fast cameo from Brad Pitt. Uh, who's part of the song, part of the video, which I thought that was all of Brad Pitt we were going to see. I thought it was going to be kind of like the 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 Deadpool Brad Pitt cameo, where you only get a split second of him. Uh, was not and uh, was not at all expecting Brad Pitt to be such a major part of this episode. But so far, we only get a little glimpse of him. Dave trying to get on the in on the convo that Brad Pitt is having with Rachel McAdams after the the shoot of the video, right? And uh, 
they're talking about this conversation they're having about Newt and bananas. Uh, like it's some dealer of some sort. Very much have no idea what they're talking about, but Dave's trying to get in on the conversation. Uh, and Rachel had so much fun on the shoot. She had loved it. Uh, Dave thanks her for being able to get Brad Pitt for it. Uh, she says that she would do anything for Dave and knows about his breakup uh, with Robin and tells him to call her if, she, if he needs anything. So clearly that whole thing is just going to be a platonic thing. Not didn't turn into anything, but they Dave is broken up with Robin. Uh, Brad Pitt, as Dave walks off the lot out of the studio, Brad Pitt's still there. Uh, and he tells Dave that he's been thinking of getting into music, the music space himself. Dave at first thinks he's talking about actual outer space, but, uh, you know, Brad wants to, you know, play around with music. And Dave tells him that he has all the gear, so he should come over to his house. And Brad asks him for his address. And uh, as Dave starts to tell him, he's like, you want me to write, write it down somewhere? He's like, no, I got it. So he tells Brad Pitt his address. Then asks, uh, he, Brad asks Dave about his windows, uh, and Dave thinks, oh, thinks it's because of paparazzi or whatever, and it's just because Brad is replacing windows at his house, and he's just been a total window head uh, recently. Cut to the PA walking Dave to his trailer. Turns out that this PA was the same super fan in Texas that gave him the cement head. She did come back. I was right. Uh, but Dave remembers her uh, after she mentions the head, and he's super happy about her following her passions, right? It's a really good interaction they had with each other. Uh, Mike ends up, you know, finding Dave, cuts in, f continues walking Dave to his trailer so she doesn't have to, uh, and gives, Mike, gives Dave the hard drive of the raw footage that Emma took for the doc because Dave wants to go over it. To see what she has since now she's not really giving him any control over it he wants to see what she has uh on the thing to see what he might just to get ahead of whatever he might see come out about him back at dave's trailer Els is on the phone with one of drake's guys quote unquote and Els lets dave know that the guy thinks it's a big ask to see if drake wants to work with them work with them Gata tells him to hit him up directly, and Dave did send him a DM uh, that was, that he did read. It was left on red, but all he said in the DM was, hey, man. And everybody's giving him shit for that very weak DM. Dave feels like Drake and him would get along perfectly, thinks that they're perf the same type of people. Gata tells him to stop obsessing over Drake, right? Dave's a you're a star now Dave this is don't worry about that you know you're working with Brad Pitt you're working with Rachel McDonald which is funny uh then Gata and even Gata Mike warns him not to say anything because he signed the NDA Gata wants to tell Dave what he's got going on Mike tries to stop him but Gata can't help it and tells Dave that they're gonna build uh, the whole Nuthouse show around him, around Gata. And Dave doesn't even like the direction Gata's taking his career. Uh, but Gata points out 
you know how well everyone is is doing right mike is in love Els is doing his shit, but then Mike kind of gives Els a look like Els isn't actually doing that well or concerned. We you know, saw earlier in the season Els not doing well, Mike getting him hair, paying for a haircut uh, because Els was borrowing money from his parents and hasn't made any mo- hadn't made any money off of the album that he made with with Dave yet. So Maybe not doing that well. And Gata didn't really say anything detailed about what Els is up to. Uh, but then Gata brings up Dave, you know, faking his death, uh, which Dave hates that, that Gata refers to it like that and still refers to it in that way. Uh, but cut back to Dave's place where he's recording a song about regret, regret it not appreciating what he had with Robin. Uh, then he looks at a stuffed elephant that clearly represents the elephant they got together. Uh, cut to the PA showing up. Dave is home alone recording this. PA shows up at his door. He left the hard drive in the trailer. And when she's inside, she asks if she can use his bathroom. Dave's like, she's got a long drive. He's like, yeah, go for it. And while she uses the bathroom, Dave plugs in the hard drive to see what's on there. There's two folders on there. One is for the doc. The second is named uh, other. And inside the other file is two folder is two files. There's a short film. And then there's a file that's titled RIP. The short film is just some shadow puppets. Who knows? Doesn't make any sense. Then he opens the RIP footage. And it's the footage that Emma took of Mike and Dave outside of the diner when Mike was trying to pitch Dave on letting the idea of him potentially dying in that explosion continue so that his numbers can explode because he's trending everywhere. So it's literally the discussion that would, if she released would let everybody know that Dave on purpose, let everybody think he died, right? Which is the, the fake, let everybody know that it was fake. So he's kind of flipped out that she has this file. Uh, And it seems like this, like at this point, I'm thinking because this super fan is back. I had the prediction that maybe this is going to be like how Seinfeld ended, where all of the characters past transgressions kind of come back. They, they, They get haunted by all the horrible things that they did throughout the show. And I'm thinking maybe this is the episode where all of the things that I was stressed out about happening in all these episodes come back to haunt Dave. So I'm thinking this is where this this episode's going. Then when the PA, whose name is Bella, comes out of the bathroom, Dave quickly closes the laptop and is kind of freaked out because now not only does this footage exist, but did she look at it? What does she know? And she asks... If she if he saw it and Dave's like, wait, what? What did I see? And she's talking about the short film. That was her short film with the shadow puppets. Right. But she easily could have seen the video as well. She was had that hard drive plugged in this person that she's obsessed with. And all this footage, one file specifically set aside away from the dock so maybe she didn't sort through all the dock footage 
but there's that one file that is sharing a folder with the short film specifically like this is this is the, my short film and this is my my stuff i got on you this is the dirt i got on you so she easily could have seen it dave asks if she went through his shit and she replies by saying this is going to sound crazy which okay sometimes you got to listen to people when they say things she says that she's pretty special she says that she's the female dave right she's full-blown superstar in his presence right like he should be blown away that she is standing in front of him because she herself which is the same exact energy dave gives out but because dave is dave and because this woman we have no idea what she can do aside from the one second clip of this short film uh she has done little to nothing to prove she is anything but she has that same mentality as dave which Given the context, that kind of mentality can be ambitious or stalkery. Dave offers to give her his email, and she doesn't think that he'll even answer her emails. Right? She says that if he got to know her, they are the same level and they the same person, and that she would be unforgettable. And in this moment, I am so stressed out. I am so stressed out. Everything from the season that stressed me out is kind of flooding back. I'm thinking of all of the things that could be coming back at Dave. She refuses to leave when he asks her to. She's unwilling to go until he witnesses the magic that is her, which is just, this is not good. She's not willing to leave. She's potentially unhinged, and she might have dirt on him. And she doesn't believe that he's actually got work to do, as is his excuse to, to get her to leave. And of course, who's, who, who, of course, who would show up to Dave's house? None other than Brad fucking Pitt when this is happening, right? Which is hilarious when I see Brad Pitt show up. First off, he actually showed up. He did memorize his address. But two, he's showing up with this crazy fan now there and she starts freaking out that brad pitt is there and of course brad pitt is eating snacks as he was eating outside of this after the the music video shoot dre dave tries to use brad showing up as another reason she should leave but when brad comes in right he's trying to be a nice guy doesn't want to run anybody off She's freaking out, and Dave trying to get her to be normal. Bella goes back to the to the restroom and freaks out, right? And Googles, what are Brad Pitt's interests, right? What do we have in common? Oh, he's into ceramics, too. So then she orders a bunch of plaster on Instacart. Just, uh, it's just insane. Then in the bathroom mirror... She sees Dave's real doll in the reflection. And she goes over and looks like it almost looks like she's going to kiss it. But she's like mesmerized by this thing. Which if there's a cut of this episode where she does kiss it. It's definitely what it looks like she was about to do. Meanwhile, Dave is explaining the whole situation to Brad. 
right? Like this, she, I, she's here. I can't get her to leave. And he thinks, and he asks if Dave has dealt with this kind of situation before, right? And says that he thinks that she's the stalker, right? And he come and she comes in while they're whispering about her, and she gets a sad look on her face and walks away as Brad is trying to say they were riffing about lyrics, right? Trying to play it off. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get Get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. Cut to Bella around the corner. She does a silent scream, right? Breathe, hyperventilating. This, this woman, she is freaking out, right? Cut to her coming back in the room with a gun drawn now. Then all of a sudden, she tries to act normal. She's like, got this gun out. They're freaked out. And then she's like, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, this, I'm just like, I'm going to be at normal now, right? She's like, sorry about that. That wasn't cool, right? Very unhinged. Like, just, this is not a good situation. This is not a good situation, just even if she wasn't armed. But now that she has a gun, which, like, can can we please have gun laws in this fucking country? Can we make it harder for people to get a tool that can effortlessly kill people? Can we please do that? It is just absurd. Watching this show, recently watched Barry, where he goes into a Walmart and comes out with a whole arsenal of weapons. Like, can we live in a world where it's kind of hard for people to get a tool that can effortlessly kill people? Right? Your ability to curl a finger shouldn't be the only prerequisite to ending someone's life. Can we we please, can we please pretend that it's not the most important thing in the world? The only thing that's protected is our guns? Everything else gets taken away, but with guns? crazy people can just have guns can we please this woman's unhinged brad tries you know to be okay with it he's like oh no it's cool right knowing what the situation is she recommends that they make some music and brad starts to ask dave about his process right and whispers to him her reality is our reality do you understand like brad knows what's going on and he's like you need to play along with this crazy person okay and we need to figure this out she asks what Lil Dicky's Dave's process is and he's barely there like he is like he's traumatized from having a gun pulled on him which for sure it's not a situation that you can just act normal uh, telling her he gets 
he gets a pack of e like literally breaking down his process somebody sends me an email with a bunch of beats i listen to them kind of understanding the attitude of each beat smoke some weed to get you know to kind of loosen up uh and then she says that she would love to blaze with you right and she insists brad join them as well cut to them by the fire fire in the fireplace she's telling brad about her dad being an inspiration for millhouse and the simpsons that he went to school with matt Groening. dave trying to unlock his phone trying to contact somebody for help she asks if they're both still thinking of the gun and brad says that he is now and the gun kind of falling out of her purse on the couch right dave trying to text ally telling her that he's being held hostage and of course he has to do deliver this long explanation in this this text message uh so that she would hopefully believe it but bella sees him and demands that they give their phones to her brad does so with a smile on his face like he knows what's going on uh he tries to brad continues like uh to get back to what she was talking to before and she apologizes for being you know so weird it's a lot for her and social she has social anxiety right and she ends up lighting a joint and then then coughing like crazy brad is encouraging her you know kind of like a baby eating carrots like there you go that's how you do it and while she's coughing brad tries mouthing something to dave who is also mouthing something back and I can't, I don't know what either of them are saying. I don't think they understand what either of them are saying, right? They don't know what's going on, but they're trying to communicate without her knowing. After she stops coughing, she asks Dave what he wants to be remembered for when he dies. And he gives kind of the most honest Dave answer, right? He wants his art to leave a mark on the world. And she, she says they're the same person. And Brad is like surprised that that is all that is important to him right and they both ask if he's talking to them right because they're the same per they are the same person in a lot of ways except for like there's a there's like so similar but like there's the violent aspect of it dave is far from violent but they have a very similar mentality obviously we have no idea what her talents are so other than her desire to be famous this, this blind this blind belief in herself and uh she says that yeah she wants to be famous dead dave says he wants to be famous and brad says he can't even go to the pet store to buy buy gerbil food without cameras in his face right he can't he has no life right he's just another ape trapped in a zoo right he he has no freedom he's always under somebody's always watching him and viewing what he's doing and she takes that the wrong message and talks about how kids actually said she looked like a, a gerbil in school. And then she does her impression of a gerbil, right, which freaks Dave out. And Brad tells her to close her eyes, and she does. But so does Dave. Dave is going along with this, this visualization that Brad Pitt is doing. And Brad starts walking them through visualizing mistakes that they've made in their life, you know. And it's never too late to change course. And he's reaching for his phone as they're both closing their eyes. And just as he's about to grab 
somebody's notifications go off. It's her notifications. The plaster has shown up. And Brad gives Dave a very disappointed look. Like, what are you doing? Focus. You be here with me. We need to get out of this situation. I'm not walking you through this stuff. We need to get out of this situation. Cut to Dave's bathtub full of plaster, right, with the real doll sitting next to it. Dave having, he's like covered in plaster from the waist down. And Bella is paying special attention to his junk, getting the plaster on his junk. Brad is kind of above the way the shower works. There's like this open area above it. And he, he's like looking down into the shower and kind of giving her directions on what she needs to do with the plaster. And while she's coating Dave's feet, Brad starts lowering down the smallest pocket knife to Dave at the end of a shoelace, right? And he's trying to tell Dave to slit her throat. Dave gets finally grabs the tiny little knife and Brad is telling him to stab her to do something with it. and of course Dave has no idea what he's supposed to do right kind of just waving it around her head trying to figure out the best angle for this maneuver that's probably not going to work anyway Brad tells him to lift her head and just slit her throat right it's a very intense moment right and I don't understand why Brad doesn't get the gun maybe she's got the gun on her or why doesn't he get the phone or why doesn't he just run? Like, the reason why he's just there is I, I don't understand it. But Dave instead tells her to freeze. Like, gets the knife. Freeze! Right? Freeze right there. And as he points the tiny knife at her, she gets her gun and points it at Dave. And Brad asks, how do we even know that gun is loaded? And she points it at the sky and fires a few shots into the ceiling. And then she screams. And it's like, oh, boy, this is not good. Cut to Brad and Dave on the couch dave has got his clothes back on she's screaming in front of them standing in front of the fire she points the gun at them telling them she just wanted to hang out with them then grabs her crotch because she's got to pee but she can't trust them to be left alone so she just takes her pants off right in front of brad pitt and dave bird and pees right in front of them staring directly in their eyes she's popping a squat and rivers of urine are being squirted onto the carpet in front of them. It is so much pee. Brad is freaking out by the amount of pee that's coming out. She tells them to look at the pee, not at her, then tells Brad to not look at all, to look away. And while she pulls her pants up, the gun falls out on the floor. She grabs the gun, points the gun back at them, telling them they're going to do everything that she says right she, you're gonna call sony right and dave agrees whatever she needs brad wants her to manage her expectations uh, then she gets angry and presses the gun to dave's head as she asks what makes you better than me and dave starts talking about how he sucks and how his girl left him and how he's a loser she says that sounds like pretty pussy problems for a little bitch right oh my god so so horrible to have a gun pressed to you and to be insulted at the same time and for it to be kind of true. Then he, then he confesses to faking his death to sell more albums and to be more successful. Brad, surprised by this confession. She's also surprised by this confession. He says he knows he, she saw the video 
of him talking about it on the hard drive and she can blackmail him forever. He doesn't care. Blackmail me forever. You got the information. She didn't even know about all that, but demands that he give her the hard drive. Now that she knows that there's dirt about him on it, he hands it over to her. Next, she points the gun at Brad with her phone recording, pointing both at him, saying, telling him to say something to get him canceled while she's recording him on her phone. And he's like, she wants to get dirt on Brad Pitt, too. And he says he knew a guy who grew up in China. So when they would talk, when they talked, they would talk like, you know, that they would have the fake Chinese accent. And she tells him to do the accent, right? And he keeps saying, no, I'm not going to do that until she gets the gun close to him. And then he says no in the vaguest Chinese accent possible. No right that's all he gives her and she asks if that's all he's got and then you have the doorbell ring somebody else is there and it's gata but gata knows the code so he lets himself in and she tells them to shut up or she'll blow their brains out or she'll blow gata's brains out gata's stoked that fight club is there he knows bella from the shoot he recognizes her he's happy to see her out here doing her thing Right. And mentions she wants to just be like Dave. She's like, Dave, she wants to be just like you, dude. She's out here doing her thing. So Gata respects her, doesn't know the real reality of it, but respects her hustle. Then he smells the pee on the carpet. He's like, what is going on here? Brad has the story of this friend that came over with a baby and they had an emergency. Like he folk, he, he really goes hard on the word emergency on the carpet. Right. And then Bella kind of goes for a gun. And then Dave tries to do a whole yes and thing with the story. Talking about not wanting to see the baby's vagina. Because he doesn't want to have that thought process of worrying if he might be attracted to it or not. Which he knows he won't be. But just hates the fact that that's going to be going through his head. The whole mental process of the whole thing. And both Gaeta and Brad are like, what are you talking about, Dave? Obviously, Brad at least knows that there's a gun in the room. Gata is like, what are you talking about? Gata comes over, came over. The reason he came over was to find his glasses. And Dave says, you mean the ones that are on your head? And of course, Gata has his glasses on his head. And Gata wants to know what they're up to. Right. They got the fire going and Brad says he just came over to make music and Gata tells him they should lay something down like he'll even write him some stuff to say. Right. Cut to Brad is now in the booth. Dave is at the computer. Gata is giving Bella encouragement for going after what she wants in life. Right. Dave eyeballing the crossbow that's in the corner of the room. Right. That's set up pretty nice. Brad starts to talk to Dave in the microphone, Dave wearing the headphones. So Dave's the only one that can hear him. I assume there's he can communicate with Brad in the booth as well. So Dave not even looking at him, but they're just like hearing what he's saying. And Brad talking to Dave in the mic. And uh, so Dave's the only one that can hear him. And he's walking him through what he should do. Brad is Brad is giving Dave encouragement. While Gaeta is giving Bella encouragement. Crazy scene. 
And Dave is not confident at all. He's not a man like that, right, telling Brad. Brad is telling him to get the gun and turn the tables. You can do this. Gata interrupts, right, the pep talk and tells Dave they need to start recording. So she grabs a bat to lock Brad in the booth. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs and now back to the show and Gata thought that it's just her joking around so he's playing with the dog oh this chick is serious right like you need to record this I'm locking you in there Dave hits play on the track and Brad starts to talk and hears his voice in auto-tune he's surprised he says that's tight hearing himself auto-tune so now you have Brad still trying to give Dave a pep talk but now in auto-tune song version, right? He's motivational. We have to do what we have to do to rid ourselves of all of the, this fear, right? Brad, in many ways, kind of saying this, these motivational things, which, you know, in context, he's trying to give Dave a pep talk to get him to turn the tables. Bella starts dancing with Gaeta, and Dave tries to get Gaeta's attention, but he thinks he's just pointing out how cool this all is. Bella dancing like she's on Molly. Gaeta telling Dave he's the man, you're the man. Brad, motivation does go with the music, which is crazy, the things that he's saying. So Brad is like trying to motivate and encourage Dave to get this thing done, to turn the tables, to get the gun from her. But he's doing so while the music is going, and the way he's doing it goes along with the music, which is crazy. Dave has the look and focus that he had at the Met Gala when he was preparing to pull the ripcord, right? Which, when I noticed that, I also remembered there's been no mention of the aftermath of the Met Gala. Zero. Their cars got wrecked. Things happened. No mention of that whatsoever. I digress. But I just seeing him have that look on his face again, I was like, wait, what happened with all that? They never even mentioned that. Cut to Dave getting up and knocks her down, grabs her purse. But instead of getting the gun, he takes the hard drive out. And Brad is yelling no from the booth. She grabs the crossbow, points it at Dave, who drops her purse. Then she points it at Gaeta, who starts begging her not to shoot him. Brad starts headbutting the glass. The glass is cracking. His head is bleeding. You're seeing the glass cracked and being coated with blood. As Brad Pitt is headbutting the glass to this booth that he's trying to get out of. 
It's an insane moment. Brad Pitt bashing his bloody head inside of Dave's recording booth, screaming to the beat of this song. It is an insane scene that is happening. And I'm sure the scene that made Brad Pitt go, yeah, I want to do this. This sounds so much fun, right? Bella yelling, pointing the crossbow at Dave. Gata just now realizing what this situation he's in. He finally crashes through. Brad Pitt finally crashes through the glass. Right. And she shoots Brad Pitt in the chest, like right, right in the like the, the collarbone area. Dave and Gata both run to the secret passageway. Right. Brad still alive, but with an arrow sticking out of his chest, his car- collarbone era. Dave and Gata make it to the closet. Right. The secret passageway goes into his giant walk in closet where Gata wants to know what the fuck is going on. Dave pulling his hands over Gata's mouth to shut him up. Dave finds the bear mace that Robin had left, right, that he put in the closet, right? All this stuff set up for this last episode. While they're in the bathroom that's connected to the the closet, now Gata is asking if this is all real or if this is part of the nut house, asking Dave if this is a prank. And it's at this moment where I'm like, wait, is this all a prank? Is are all of these people in on it? This is where I go crazy. Where it's like, if this is a re- this is a prank. First off, that means Dave confessed on a prank show that he faked his death. But also that like Brad Pitt is in on it and it's a fake arrow sticking out of him and it's all tied to this show. I'm like, what is like if this is a tw- this is going to be an insane twist if this is all a prank and maybe too much of a twist. That's what Gata thinks is going on. Is this a prank? Bella comes into the bathroom, the bedroom, right, that's attached to the bathroom that both Gata and Dave are in, right? She's got the gun drawn. She's crying, telling Dave she's sorry, right? Then she gets serious again. It is like she is jumping from very big extremes. Dave gets his serious look on his face again, jumps out and sprays her in the face with the bear mace. She falls into the bathtub that's full of plaster and just starts randomly shooting, right? She's still got the gun in her hand. They end up grabbing the real doll that's sitting right next to it and throw it on top of her to pin her in this bathtub of plaster so she can't get out. Dave tells Gata to get the gun. He does. Gata gets the gun from her. Both Gata and Dave celebrate. They're like, yeah, we got this. We got this gun. We got it. We turn the tables. Dave immediately runs to go check on Brad, uh, who's crying, saying that he's sorry. Brad tells him his real name is Luke, right? He doesn't want to die at this shitty carpet. And Dave's, like, defending his carpet. He's like, I think you just think it's shitty because it's covered in glass, right? Of course, Dave, that's where he goes. Then Luke slash Brad Pitt wants to know what the arrow says on it and of course this arrow is a promotional arrow for the looking for love tour right cupid's arrow which is horrible that brad pitt got shot with a with a a, a, like a, a promotional arrow from his tour then brad pitt aka luke pitt tells him until you love yourself you can never love another and dave says that that he loves himself too much and that's probably why he gets into these situations and and luke aka brad's like no dave you need to be enough you need to be enough for you until you are enough for you then you can never be enough for another 
right? Basically the same thing, but in a different way, right? And you wouldn't be chasing all this validation if you thought you were enough for yourself. Then the EMTs show up. Brad Pitt survives. Now we get like this this montage of this voiceover of this this uh, text message that he sent somebody, you, which seems like it's about Robin, right? So we get this voiceover of Dave while we're also getting the montage of all of the other people and where they're at, where they're going, right? This is the end of the episode, right? And it starts off with, I've been thinking about what I want to say to you for a while now, and I know you deserve the best that I have to offer. So I've been really evaluating myself to see if I'm finally ready for this. And I am. I really am. And then cuts to Mike and Ava visiting his dad, asking him to tell the skydiving story that Mike was telling all the time. Right. So he got that from his dad and then cut to Dave's the voiceover. Honestly, deep down, I've just been scared. Cut to Emma talking to someone, letting the Sundance people know that Dave is willing to actually promote it now uh, while Allie is packing up moving boxes, doesn't look very happy. Seems like they're no longer going to be roommates. And then back to Dave's voiceover, scared of putting myself out there, scared of all of my doubts. And I've been looking for love this entire time without ever truly loving myself. Cut to Gata surprising his auntie with a house back to Dave's voiceover, but the person I love the most is right in front of me, right? Cut to a wise man once told me, uh, until you love yourself, you won't be able to love anybody else, right? Cut to Els on the phone with his parents. He's got big news. He wants to start a record label, but just needs to borrow some more money from them. And back to the voiceover. When I close my eyes, I swear I think of this, I, I, when I close my eyes, I swear I think of the same thing over and over again. It's you. It's always been you. And then cut to West Africa. Dave showing up with a suitcase. And you see an elephant go by. And in this moment, I'm thinking that was him talking to Robin. We also saw images of Robin reading something. You think Robin and Dave finally went to Africa to go see their elephant that they adopted. You have Dave, the suitcase, showing up in Africa only to find out that Dave went to go see Drake. Drake is there at this small little house and it, was, it wasn't an emotional email to Robin it was to Drake it was a DM to Drake and Dave gave him a big long gives Drake a big long hug Dave starts to say all of the things that Bella said to him right telling Drake he's a superstar that he's special Dave asked Drake to teach him how to love himself or if he can Drake asks uh, what he prefers to be referred to, Dave or, or Dickie. And Dave kind of hesitates over that question. And that is how the episode and the season, and who knows, the series ends. After the credits, there's a small post-credit thing with Brad Pitt laughing while the arrow sticking out of his chest. It is a wild episode, a wild ride that we went on, 
right? The fan that I thought would come back did come back in a big way that I did not expect. Brad Pitt, such a big part of this episode, had no idea. When Gata asked Dave if it was a prank, I almost expected it to be a prank. Um, and Brad and Bella were just both in on it like some, you know, next level punked, right? But I'm kind of glad it wasn't. I did not expect at all that end with the voiceover uh, and montage where everyone seeing where everybody's going with their lives to end with Dave showing up in, to Africa to see Drake. Clearly a misdirect, expecting it to be Robin to see their elephant, and it wasn't. Also crazy to see the end with Dave basically saying the same things that to Drake that Bella was saying to him. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if the suitcase was full of that real doll folded up. It, it did seem like it was heavy uh, and kind of a crazy way to end the season, like leaning emotional, but then a season one type of a twist punchline, how all of the episodes at the end of season one had that kind of twist punchline ending, which I loved that. I love that it kind of ended with that. Uh, that misdirect i hope they keep doing the show i really do but kind of, i can understand as well if that was the end right it could be the end it's kind of a, a, a thing where it's at a place where they can end it and you kind of have closure with all of the characters but at the same time if they were to bring it back you could see how dave is now just at this other level where each season it's dave kind of rising to a new level and now it's the level where he's working with drake right mike is probably still with him i could still see l's being in the show i could still seeing them wrapping everybody back in with everything obviously ali is part of his crew as well so they can easily come back for more uh which i hope they do because i do love this show it's a great show um and I can't wait to go back and rewatch the entire all three seasons uh, as I've done multiple times for the first two seasons. And now with this third season, I wanted to try and do a rewatch of everything before doing uh, this episode. But most importantly, before I do the review of season three that will be coming out Friday on my movie review podcast, but will be coming out next week on this podcast feed. So if you want to hear my thoughts on the entire season and potentially the the series as a whole, uh, that's what will be coming out next. Uh, but such a great show, right? It was able to hit the comedy moments. It was able to hit the drama, suspense, horror, regret, inspiration, while also never losing what makes this show great, right? If there is a season four, I will be recapping it and I will be enjoying it. Uh, but that is a wrap. On our Dave recap for season three, thank you for tuning in to this wild episode. Make sure you check out my recap review next Tuesday of season three to close this whole thing out. And check out the other Ray Taylor Show podcast that I have available on my website, inspireddisorder.com or youtube.com slash inspireddisorder. I've recapped other shows as well. I do movie and TV show reviews Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
uh, top five movie rankings in a variety of categories comes out Sunday. So you can subscribe over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash RTS to see all of the other shows that I produce. Regardless, I am still Ray Taylor and you are still amazing. Reminding you to keep it real, keep it funny, and keep watching The Ray Taylor Show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.